Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Do it again. Cheers. Hey, I'm trying to give it some of the like nice, welcoming, <laughs> laughing spice. Okay, here we go again. Because Josie didn't like that take. <laughs> Hi, I'm Becca, and my pronouns are she, hers. And I'm Josie, pronouns he, they. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is By the Cover. It's a podcast, a comedy podcast. And if you didn't figure out it's a podcast by episode three, yikes. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't introduce that it's a podcast all the time. But more specifically, <laughs> this thing you're listening to, uh, the podcast. This is this is the By the Cover podcast. The... Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, this week, um, this we week, found out that there was another By the Cover podcast. With a Josiah host, yeah, which is just kind of Yeah, with someone whose legal name is Josiah, yeah, um, is one of the hosts, and... Uh, and yeah, I mean, you can go check them out if you want to. Their thing is like movies, and I think that's fine, but that's a real misnomer of the cover, like yeah. thing that we're going for. Like, at least we went for books, like not to attack someone else's right. brand. Well, what's so interesting about it is that they make fake reviews based solely on the cover of the movie and make up what they think the plot would be. Whereas we, on the other hand, we look for the real reviews, oh. the authentic reviews. See, we we are more of a news media source than uh, than they are. Yeah, I've um, always thought of us as being There's an there's a degree of accuracy. <laughs> there's a lot of rigor. <laughs> really go kind of deep into the study for it. Um all right, give me just a second so I can open up this Coca-Cola. Ooh, I'm going to hear that no, that can't be our bit. The McElroys already have that bit. <laughs> Mike's just going to have to cut that out. <laughs> you, you, you can't consume that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, so, Becca. Um, yeah, no, I've got, I've, got, I've got the first book. <laughs> Let's do a book. For today. Oh, no. Mm. The real thriller is whether or not Josie's going to take another sip, but I've also got a thriller for us today. Um, <laughs> it's been advertised on Amazon a lot, so that means it has to be good. Um, as we know, Jeff Bezos is the avatar, the the arbiter of all things that are good. Right. If it's on Amazon, it is of quality. Otherwise... Um, I mean, they wouldn't let it on, right? That's, no. that's how it works. That's actually... Um, um, 
Jeb Fezos uh, has explicit rules about jokes. Je- uh, no. Did I mishear you say Jeb? I said Beth Jesus. Beth Jesus. <laughs> Beth Jesus. Um. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> present this book to me. Okay, so it's the Atlantis Gene, a oh. thriller. <laughs> The Origin Mystery, Book One by A. G. Riddle. Oh, that's a great, it's great author. It's name. a great pen name. Um, I really want to emphasize also that on the cover of the Atlantis Gene, at the very, very top, like so, this is the information that we really might see before the big, big name in the middle mm-hmm. is the million copy bestseller. It is not made New York Times. It's just sold a million copies. Hey, listen. Numbers, uh, numbers talk, you know? They do. And, uh, I'm very proud of... of uh, okay, so... The greatest general. mystery of all time, dot, dot, dot. The history of human origins, dot, <laughs> dot, dot, will be revealed. Read the novel that started it all. The Atlantis Gene is the first book in A.G. Riddle's best-selling origin mystery trilogy, which has sold over 3 million copies worldwide in 20 languages and received over 25,000-plus reviews on Amazon, (laughs) 18,000-plus ratings on Audible, and over 100,000 reviews and ratings on Goodreads. This is is always my favorite thing about, like, books that you could not get good positive reviews is that they always talk about the, the number numbers. of <laughs> I just like it had. impresses me the number of people that they've apparently conned into reading and it is also in development to become a major motion picture which again is such a good sign yeah I've always um what was it uh Jupiter Rising wasn't that based off of a book excuse me Ju- Jupiter Ascending is one of the best films that has ever been made. I can't, I can't communicate with you right now. I feel so, the performance given by Eddie Redmayne truly overwhelms anything he did in the theory of everything. I what mean. What performance? I, didn't, I haven't seen the film before. What whisper <laughs> held in sustained sound. So does he just does he just whisper the whole time? Yes, it's the weirdest thing in the world. We need to watch this film together. It's so good. Amazing. Um, so 70,000 years ago, the human race almost went extinct. We survived, but no one knows how until <laughs> now. The countdown to the stage of human evolution is about to begin, and humanity might not survive this time. Wait. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. So are they saying that... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> 70,000 years ago, the human race almost, almost went, extinct, went extinct. But but it was stopped, and we don't know how. We don't know how. And now that evolution is going to happen no, again. No, but we figured out why they survived this time, and it's going right. to happen again. Right, and it's evolution right, right, is right, about right. to happen. Right, right, right. Because like, um, that's every 70,000 years, evolution comes around and says, <laughs> no more of this hello, species. Hello. Uh, New I'm a, species I'm, now. I'm evolution. <laughs> Um, and I would like to bring you into the next stage of your uh, your species. Congrats. Um, would you like to hear? Uh, would you like to hear about our Lord and Savior evolution? Um. Uh, you know, we we tried to get Darwin to tell you all about it, and it was just kind of disappointing when you Darwin didn't listen. Was a missionary for evolution. Um, so off the coast of Antarctica, a research vestival, vestival vessel discovers a mysterious Vest- a vestibule. Uh, sh- it's a research vessel. 
discovers a mysterious structure buried deep within an iceberg. Uh-huh. It has been there for thousands of years, and something is guarding it. Could it be the Ooh. fabled city of Atlantis, or is it something more dangerous? At the same <laughs> moment... <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's the city of Atlantis. It could be something more dangerous, which uh-huh. could just be like a tiger, honestly. like, is it, How dangerous <laughs> yeah. can a city be? That's exactly what I was going to say. Something of literally any amount of danger it could be. At the same moment, in Jakarta, Indonesia, a brilliant geneticist named Kate Warner just discovered a breakthrough treatment for autism. Or so she thinks. Oh, no. What she has found... Oh, yeah. Mm, this is, this is going to get... a little ableist. It's going to get a little fun. Um, what she has found is far more deadly for her and for the entire human race. Her work could unleash the next stage of human evolution. It might also hold the key to unlocking the mysterious structure off the coast of Antarctica. On the other side of Jakarta, Agent David Vale is racing to uncover a conspiracy with far-reaching implications, but he's out of time. His informant inside the conspiracy is dead. His own organization has been infiltrated, and his enemy has turned the hunt on him but he's on the run but when he receives a coded message related to an imminent attack he risks everything to save the one person that can help him stop it dr kate warner <laughs> say, is, it the, is it the famous geneticist in jakarta don't know why the geneticist can help him from someone killing him but sure the only person who be able to stop a bullet from my enemies <laughs> you're just gonna throw this doctor right in front of it Sudden evolution! <laughs> Together, Kate and David, which Kate and David are just like the most bargain brand human names. Yeah, Kate and David. Kate and David. Don't those, aren't those both spades? Kate Spade, David Spade, Is yes. there a David Spade? There is a David. I mean, there must be a David Spade somewhere. Okay, I was saying like, like brand-wise. I don't know. Race to unravel a global conspiracy and learn the truth about the Atlantis gene. And human origins. Their journey takes them to the far corners of the globe and into the secrets of their past. Their enemy is close on their heels and will stop at nothing to obtain Kate's research and force the next stage of human evolution. Even if it means killing 99.9% of the world's population. Huh. Um, okay. So this got, re- if you're thinking, mm-hmm. this got very uh, genocide-y. Um, what's the, eugenic-y? Yeah, a little eugenics. That's yeah. definitely where we've gone. That's super fun. Also, um, David the- Wayne Spade is an American actor, stand-up comedian, writer, producer, and television host. He was a cast member on Saturday Night Live. So shout out to that 1990s, guy. In the 1990s, and he later began an acting career in both film and television. So I just, I wanted to let you know that, yes, David Spade was a person. I was right. Um, David and Kate can stop them if they can trust each other. And oh, it's still going. Stay alive. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, so we've finally gotten through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I thought it was over. Uh, this has been sponsored by Wired, Geek Dad, Praise for the Departure, uh, Publishers Weekly, and The Guardian. They're just kind of throwing everything in it that they can, but it doesn't feel like there's anyone who's really important saying this book is actually really good. Right. But um, we do have some really important people to us. Right, 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 right. Um, the verified purchasers. Um, so some of the customer images that come from this one really spark my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a cat on its back showing its belly, which really relates to the book. Um, <laughs> it's got about 46% of people saying that it's a five-star book. Um, oh. 31% at four-star, 12% at three, six at two, 
and five at one. Mm-hmm. So a classic spread. But a 4.1 out of five with almost 17,000 customer ratings. And that's not a terrible average, honestly. I don't know why you wouldn't emphasize we're a four out of five star book on Amazon rather than we have 17,000 <laughs> reviews on Amazon <laughs> in your summary. So DT wants us to know, like, this is the first one that you see. Like, mm-hmm. the top reviews on this um, say, Lost Potential for a Smart Thriller. I had high hopes for this book since it was advertised as a techno thriller about human origins and evolution. I anticipated a smart thriller and found a lot of interesting information and theories. Initially, it was an action-oriented page-turner, but I was surprised at all the violence and death throughout the story. And as it went on, it began to lose me. Um, And so, you know... I was reading a thriller. I was surprised when people died. And there was a lot of killing, you know? And it was... At at first, it was an action-paced page-turner. But then when people started dying, that action was a little much for me. Um, Jimmy gave it a three. Great story. Green <laughs> author. Oh. This story is awesome. I love the story. And I'll say first might not sound too flattering, but this is a really good book. <laughs> the way the book is written, though, in my opinion, is <laughs> callow. Especially with the military references, some of the statements David says no special forces slash soldiers would make comments like that. I'm sorry, I can't give an example as I'm halfway through the second book and don't feel like rifling back through it all again quite yet. There's a lot of jumping back and forth to locations which are named similarly, which is very confusing. Oh, if only there weren't so many places on the earth that had similar sounding names. (laughs) And character descriptions are pretty vague until very late in the book, so it makes it, at least for me, very challenging to keep track of the characters through all the jumping back and forth and character (laughs) twists. No spoilers. (laughs) As I understand, though, this is A.G. Riddles' first book, and if that's the case, then my little critiques will soon fade into the dust cloud of success. This series has already got me hooked, so for those of you who think I'm just nitpicking this book apart because I'm a hater, you're dead wrong. This is just my honest opinion. I highly recommend this book to anyone who enjoys books of this topic. It'll keep you flipping pages. The material that A.G. Riddle has here is pretty impressive and really stimulate thought. I thought there was a lot of it that I thought wasn't good, but it stimulated my thinking. Uh, I experienced (laughs) brainwaves while while this book was in my eyes. I love, I love also, uh, Murosina Kavor gives it one star. Not a novel. <laughs> An interesting film script with lots of action. Obviously, the author had his eyes on a movie contract, and I congratulate him for success in securing one. If you were expecting a novel with all the literary resources and depth the genre entails, this is not it. Oh. This book was so fast-faced. Treat. What my brain decided to say instead of fast-paced. The tree lover gave it a one. Maybe a younger brain will do better. The struggle isn't worth me purchasing the next (laughs) dot, dot, dot. Confusing for me. Lots of characters and story goes from one perspective to another. When I finally figured out somewhat each character's name and their storyline, the names changed. (laughs) I do... I, uh, what? Excuse me? The names of the characters? Is that evolution? Does evolution change your name? <laughs> I do want to know what this, the names changed, is supposed to be. 
I couldn't follow smoothly from that point since I couldn't remember who was who. Maybe a younger brain will do better. The struggle isn't worth me purchasing the next two books. I do like that um, that these two people were completely split where one of them is saying, you know, maybe if someone is, is smarter and more able to get kind of all the complex things, the storytelling and all that, and the other person, not a novel. Not a novel. Sounds Just like a movie to me. Um. Anyway, uh, that's uh, that's that's kind of what I have. I have enjoyed that thoroughly. Good. And you know what else I enjoy? What do you enjoy? I enjoy buying things. You enjoy buying things too. I do enjoy buying things, and that's why I look to buy <laughs> an advertisement. Here's the ad. <laughs> it is here. Hey guys, it's Summer Shine from Tragedy Plus Time. Everything's fine. Podcast, a Rogue Media Network production. If you guys have not been to Hecho in Waco yet, you are really missing out. It is some of Waco's best Mexican food. Um, and they are open right now for delivery and pickup. If you go to their website at hechoenwaco.com, that's H E. C-H-O-E-N-W-A-C-O dot com and enter in the promo code HECHO254. You'll get 20% off. Go on over, check them out right now. Get the best Mexican food in Waco. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, we are What's Your Excuse? Podcast. Exactly. That's I'm right. Caitlin. I am Megan. And we are here to talk to you about all of your things that you want to shit talk about. That's right. Is your life going poorly? Check. Are you curious about diseases that are running rampant? Check. Check. Do you want to know all the places I have had sex in this world? Check. Check. <laughs> you can find that all right here on What's Your Excuse Podcast. Uh, at Rogue Media Network, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Google. Yes, that's right. And give us a follow. <laughs> What's your excuse? Whoa, that's unbelievable. What a, what a great advertisement. I want to buy that thing. That sounds like a good business to patronize. <laughs> what a service. Um... Alrighty. What do you have for me today, Jos? I have a fun new segment for us, um, and that is called Book Plug. Book Plug. Book Plug. Um, and Book Club is a great time um, because what we are going to do. Did you just say Book Club or Book Plug? It's very important that you get the name oh, of the segment. Book, book Plug. Book Plug. Book Plug. Um, and, uh, and with Book Plug. We are going to be uh, God. getting getting submissions from some indie authors um, who want us to take a look at their book on. They on aren't Amazon. like the other book writers. They're not like those other book writers. I guess it's not necessarily indie authors. I mean, I do want them to be as independent as possible, but I suppose they they 
they are perhaps not the J.K. Rowlings, nor even perhaps the Stephen Kings. We're looking at the kinds of people who are looking for free advertisement by making jokes about the reviews. Anyway, we're very excited. Yes, um, and so I... uh, I've I've done some reaching out on Twitter. Um, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at by the cover underscore pod. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at by the cover underscore pod. Well, very convenient. Uh, only have to remember the one. Um, but here's our first book plug. Uh, it's coming from Gwen uh, Gwen C Cats. Gwen uh, C Cats. You can follow her on Twitter at Gwen C Cats. That's G W E N C K A T Z. Um, and she wrote. Uh, published back in 2017, uh, Among the Red Stars. Among the Red Stars, okay. World War II has shattered Valka's homeland of Russia, and Valka is determined to help the effort. She knows her skills as a pilot rival the best of the men, so when an all-female aviation group forms, Valka is the first to sign up. Fuck yes! That's right. It is about the all-women pilots of of uh soviet russia during during world war ii i am so here for anakin skywalker but cool and real Mm -hmm. and also female and also a woman flying has always meant freedom and exhilaration for valka but dropping bombs on german soldiers from a fragile canvas biplane is no joyride the war is taking its toll on everyone including the boy valka grew up with who is fighting for his life on the front lines as the war intensifies and those around her fall, Valka must decide how much she is willing to risk to defend the skies she once called home. You gotta really hit the cuh, because, like, if you get Vulcan, like, just things start to get, like... Vulca, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Vulca. Uh, inspired by the true story of the air women the Nazis called night witches, Gwen C. Katz weaves a tale of strength and sacrifice. I would love for more men to call me a night witch. <laughs> that would be really nice. Um... If uh, if we just kind of started calling uh, like really powerful women uh, night witches. Oh man, she's a total night witch. Uh, <laughs> um. So and and I actually found something interesting. So we're gonna start out with this this review, a four star. Um, you actually can't find anything lower than a three star review on Amazon. Nicely done um, for uh, for among the red stars. So uh, so yeah, from Lindsay at Do You Dog Ear. Do you dog? Do you dog ear? Do you dog ear? Um, is that is? Do you which, think yeah, that's like, an, like, an accusatory or yeah. is that? Uh, <laughs> I can't tell. Do if you it's, dog ear? Do you yeah. you motherfucker? Do, do, do you dog ear? Do you fucking dog ear? Um, no, I, or or is it like more of like a like oh. do you even lift, bro? Do, type do you thing. Dog ear? <laughs> oh my! Oh God! Or oh oh, you're a dirty reader, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those nasty page folders. Oh, I can see it from <laughs> here. Oh. Um, I received a copy from the author in exchange for an honest review. My thoughts and opinions are my own. Okay. And I think that that's a very interesting thing. So, um, and I actually found that in quite a few of the reviews, mm-hmm. is that what, what Gwen did was she gave people free free copies of the book. Smart. Um, to get a review. And so, yeah, four-star review. Historical fiction isn't usually my thing. But I'm I re- really more of a absolute YA fancy. I, the genres that I tend to f- find myself in are is a y, YA fantasy. YA fantasy. Um, 
But I really enjoyed Among the Red Stars. The story is from Falka's perspective, but we get most of our information from the letters she and Pasha write to one another. He shares his experiences on the front line, and she shares what it's like fighting from the sky. There were a lot of differences, simply because Pasha was male and Falka was female. A lot of differences. Oh, oh. oh, do we have an expectation for how uh, these stories typically oh, work? Ah, oh. I found some differences in this historical fiction well, about the way men and women were in, in armies during in, World in, War II. In, in the histories, mm. we know that men didn't do any writing and women did all of it. Pasha was That's drafted for being an able-bodied male, and Volka was refused because her body could have other uses, like popping out the next generation. Ugh. That is actually a very true thing. No, I bet I bet it is, but um, I mean, not that not that that's what women's bodies are good for. I want to be clear <laughs> that that's not what I was saying. Yikes! Um, In that moment, Becca just <laughs> we're just gonna take note. Um, but that yeah, at the exact same time that the nuclear family was being pushed in the U.S. That um, which was a little bit after World War II is when it really massively. But that whole era, I mean, um, at the same time, listen, that was how when. Exactly. Gotta make more babies. And at the exact same time, Stalin was pushing really heavily, like the importance of motherhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a huge part of propaganda um, in Soviet Russia was the men go to work and the women take care of the children, and that's how you serve the the country. Exhausting. So, um, anyway, fun little thing. Uh, just the next time that someone tries to tell you that you know we all want to be like Soviet Russia, we don't. We want to be better than that. Um, she wanted to fight, and he didn't, um, which I think is actually a really good thing. Like, I think is actually really fascinating. Like, apparently, yeah, reflection no. to do uh, there. Also, his training was short and rushed, while hers lasted longer than it should have. Once she finally found a way to join the VVS. <sighs> They You're saying longer training periods creates more counter- <laughs> They didn't think women were as capable, and I love that they proved themselves to be just as efficient and effective in their duties, oftentimes better. Ba-ba-ba! Like I said before, I really enjoyed that most of this book was told through their correspondences. We get to see how the war changes them, their feelings for each other, not the main focus, but a nice addition to the story, and the impact death and destruction have on people during wartime. There are so many innocent lives lost during a war, friends and strangers alike, and it's something that can never be undone uh, or forgotten. And I'm going to move a little bit forward because this is a pretty long one. But overall, Among the Red Stars captured my attention and offered an honest and realistic portrayal of the women in Aviation Group 122 from what I've been reading about them anyways. Cats piqued my interest, and I've been doing some of my own research into their lives and what they were able to accomplish. A very interesting read. Piqued. Um... Peaked is one of my favorite words. Yeah. Peaked. Peaked. Customer review from Dark XY on the introspective side. Excuse me, what? Dark XY. Dark C. Okay. Dark C. It's like Banksy's evil cousin. Yes. Dark C. On the introspective side, four stars. We all have our preferences when it comes to certain genres, and while I will try almost anything that is war-related in fiction, I do prefer this kind of reads to have action in them, or at least be evenly <sighs> balanced with action-slash-soul-searching. Michael Grant's Frontlines, Alternative, Mark Zusak's The Book Thief, and Patrick Shin Duncan's Dracula vs. Hitler are all what? fantastic examples what? Okay, wait, of we're smart, deep, oh, God, wait. war-themed books so that also have plenty of 
So here's the interesting thing is like would not say that the book thief is a freaking action packed like uh-huh. I mean like that that book feels like such a soft moment. It's funny. I was actually thinking about the book thief when you were reading this, like reading these reviews. But I, that's boggling. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out that Dracula versus Hitler, which maybe is going to make its way onto the podcast at some point, um, does appear. It, Dracula wants to kill Hitler. I'm going to take like a guess, but he doesn't want to kill Hitler for the right reasons. He just wants to take over. Um, we need to explore this later, but damn, that's... No, I just... You know what really represented is, historical? Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dracula. Dracula is a patriot because he's you know grew up in Transylvania, and so he needs to protect Romania from Hitler. <laughs> the last line of that summary is: No one cares how much German blood he drinks. <laughs> actually happened that's what i want from my historical fiction those are the that's the kind I mean, of the, you know, smart great war themed book great, that i want great hits in war themed books <laughs> that were very very successful in the horror st- historical fiction fiction um abraham lincoln vampire slayer <laughs> Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. These were things that happened. I mean, there was a, just a terrible period of zombies during the Regency. Does anyone forget that? <laughs> Am I going crazy? God, the, the number of vampires involved in our history. The undead really just have wreaked havoc on our history. The entire they? Republican Party. <laughs> it's still happening. <laughs> Um, anyway, Darcy was a bit surprised how introspective Among the Red Stars was. It doesn't make it a lesser book. I was just expecting something slightly different. Really? Really, Darcy? You got a book about women? I'm just never going to be over Darcy, which just sounds like like somebody who's like, I like Banksy, but I can't take the name Banksy. <laughs> so what am I going to do here? This story focuses more on relationships, friendships. And a lot of self-examination during wartime than necessarily a fast-paced action. It does have some of that as well, though. Then what are you complaining about, Darcy? Not enough. It's beautifully written and has epistolary elements to it. It's gorgeously written and there's like a lot of soul searching. I just wanted somebody to get shot like at least every four pages. If they're not getting... (laughs) I like how your personal... This thriller does not have nearly, uh, has way too much killing for There's me. There's too much murder in, in this, this thriller. thriller. And then this person is like, I wish I could have seen more death. I require more blood sacrifice for my historical <laughs> fiction. Um, for someone who was born and raised in Russia, it was completely fascinating to read translations of wartime songs I grew up singing. Huh. Somewhat surreal and gave me a chuckle, but very well done. Oh. Generally, this is a very good treatment of Russian culture where the author put in work is not to use misspelled names, words that actually don't exist, and boy, does that happen often, and be surprisingly proficient with local geography. I actually grew mm. up in the area described, so naturally I found some so- I found small discrepancies, but overall it was pretty well researched. Nice. I've Googled Gwen C. Katz, and it says that she is originally from Seattle, but I wouldn't be surprised if she has strong Russian ties or her research is just very impressive. 
Either or. Oh, One of those. Uh, I think that either this author could only possibly have done such a good job <laughs> at writing a book is either if she has very strong Russian ties or maybe she did her research. Maybe she did her job. Definitely one of those. I don't, can't figure it out. It's like when people ask, like, especially, like, actors who play villains, like, how, what did you, you know, and it's, like, it's so dumb that we have people like Jared Leto who are like, oh, to get into the Joker, I have to. I have to eat, a, I have to eat somebody's face to get into the Joker. Uh, this it, is it, more of a Batman <laughs> voice than a Joker voice. I know, but this is, like, my tortured artist voice. Why is Batman a tortured artist? He's a tortured <laughs> My parents <beard>. died. <laughs> Becca. Becca. My parents were shot, and so I decided to go into healthy coping mechanisms like theater. <laughs> coffee, My- coffee shop Batman. We're back. In it's the coffee nature, shop. The nature of man is that we will continue to invent coffee shop Batman. We've been working on our coffee shop AU for Batman for so long. It has permeated our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, there was a time that I went, I I was going and I was hiking through Nepal and and this group of ninjas found me and I was like, that's kind of weird. So I found an acting troupe instead. I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Bruce Wayne. My my actor name is Batman. They they really like me for my stage voice. They they tell me that it it resonates really well from the stage. So uh, I've I've been been cast as Hamlet several Hamlet. Hamlet. You can tell I have good dickachin. Comparatively speaking, this is one of the best ones out there when it comes to historical fiction about Russia, says Darcy. I also love the group of kick-ass ladies presented. Oh, oh kick-ass. I love kick-ass I women. Say in, in, in the credit of these reviews, I haven't heard the hated badass word yet, yeah, we so that's actually we very impressive. Yet. Um, they were just as, if not more, kick-ass in real life. Oh. Uh, and the friendships developed. I like the tender relationship between Volka and Pasha. I love description of planes, flying maneuvers, and flight school in general. I fucking love planes. I have actually looked into flying lessons after this one and definitely put purchasing a two-seater warplane on my bucket list. What? I'm a dreamer. Read a book, thought, I should own a plane now. <laughs> I should fly a plane. Like, uh, you know clearly, Darkseed, the action was a pretty good since it inspired okay. you to want to... Fly a fucking plane. Go buy a plane now. As you can see, I was pretty much drawn to the action, flying, and fighting part of this book. So the letters in between sometimes felt like a slowdown. We did it. Oh, God. Here's the thing is, like, I don't know why, like, this seems like the type of person, and maybe I'm, like, casting all all aspirations because they clearly have their taste, which is people dying violently. Um, but like you'd think like based on by these Dracula's things hand. by Dracula's hand, see if they just, if she just made them actual witches, <laughs> Gwen C. Katz, the true night witch. you need to rewrite it again. Among but the with red witches. stars, but with real witches is actually what I think it should be titled. <laughs> the t- Cause like, like Abraham Lincoln, vampire slayer, fine. You know, um, Dracula versus Hitler, like a creative title. The one that I will never be fine with is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It's like, you gotta get those three and, beats. And also zombies are there. Anyway, this is highly recommended for all historical fiction fans and fans of tough chicks that can and did kick Nazi butt. Oh, I hate chicks. Chicks is um, a bad word. Yeah, I mean, chicks isn't great, but kicking Nazi butt is always great. 
Anyway, uh, it's uh, this sounds to me like a book I actually am like really actively going yeah, no, to check I'm out. I'm going to be uh, buying this, and that's actually um, right after. Uh, here, I'll do the quick little plug. The, so, you uh, you can check out uh, Gwen C. Katz, I think at gwencats.com uh, as well. So that's again a a C for the middle name, but a K for the first. Um, and then if you want to get among the red stars, it's on bookshop.org. Um, yeah. And bookshop gives ten percent. Uh, of its revenue to uh, independent bookstores that have that have kind of signed up to be a part of its coalition. Um, so yeah, if you're going to go buy Among the Red Stars, buy it from from Bookshop.org. Um, and that's that's the book plug. And now that we've done the book plug, let's plug this thing. Bow advertisement. Yeah, we love advertisements here at uh, By the Cover. <laughs> Hi, this is Debbie from No Waco on Rogue Media Network. Today, we're going to be shouting out Dichotomy Coffee and Spirits. During this current situation, they're offering a few different coffee options. They're offering curbside and order head coffees and pastries for their full menu every day from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're also offering delivery of coffee travelers and pastries Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m and free one to two day in-town delivery on beans and merchandise. You can order ahead online at www.dichotomycs.com and go ahead and follow them at dichotomy underscore CS on Instagram. Yeah, 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 let's record. Hey man, it's your boy Prescription. Tuned in to Bluesville. Bluesville, Terry ain't shit. 2020. Shout out Ontario though, the truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How about that? Y'all can use that. Can we use that? I just heard a great advertisement, Becca. Oh, that was an amazing advertisement, and Josie. And I, I feel inspired to go and and spend my money uh, on the business that that sponsored us. We are grateful for those businesses sponsoring us right now, for real. Um, Mike, let us do real ad coffee sometime. We'll we're gonna kill it. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, I guess it's me again, isn't it's, it's it? It's you again. Um, all right, let's turn around. There's Josie. Oh, let's let's. It's g- Josie g- time. Go. Boop, boop. Um, get ready for NVK, a novel. N N wait what? N N V V K K. Three letters. Are they there? Are the dots after the no. letters? Envika by Temple Drake. And um. Before we get into this, I do want to Temple talk Drake. about Temple Drake. The dragon. <laughs> the temple, the dragon in the temple. Uh, dragon in the temple, that sounds like a crazy euphemism. <laughs> dragon in the temple. I tried that once. Oh, God. Um. Temple Drake, please talk about Temple Drake. I just want to point Please out. Please tell me I, poor Temple Drake did not suggest this book to us, and now I've ruined this person's no. life. No, I don't know who this fucker is, because I tried to look them up, because I'm like, Temple Drake, what a unique name. They're fake. All I can find, any of their bios, is NVK, a novel. Um, I will warn you, when you're Googling, Temple Drake is also the name of a story. Oh. Um, and I just, yeah, that's why I didn't oh. bring it up. Um, was wow. because of some of the content of said story. Oh, yeah, no, this is not good. Um, the 30s were a bad time. So I guess it, it'll be fine. Um, Temple Drake, if you do try to look this person up, you will find... Please be sure to look up Temple Drake author. Mm-hmm. Do not just look up Temple yeah, Drake. It's not ideal. There is a book 
that would require some heavy content warning. Um, and so that is why we're not doing it here. Yes. Um, but we are interested in what Temple Drake wrote. Oh, NVK. Her secret must be kept for all eternity. Set in the otherworldly megalopolis. The mo- <laughs> That's right, the megalopolis. This sounds like something like an eleven-year-old would be like. What do you call your city, honey? That oh, is it's today's, megalopolis. It's today's Shanghai. Temple Drake's suspenseful first novel blends the gothic, the erotic, and the supernatural as it charts an intense and dangerous affair. Ooh. One night in 2012, executive. Zhang Guo Ching takes a group of uh, European clients to a fashionable nightclub in Shanghai. While there, wait, he meets I thought it was Megalopolis. It's it is Megalopolis. It is the otherworldly Megalopolis, which is a type of city, I guess. Oh, that is today's Shanghai. Is today right now Shanghai? No, this but time in 20, Shanghai. So. I think I th- so I got 20- lost in the sauce of Megalopolis. <laughs> I read too many comic books. I was really excited. <laughs> it's set in 2012, but like an alternate reality. I think where okay. things are like high tech and okay, weird. Okay, okay. While there, he meets a strikingly beautiful young Western woman called Naomi Vieno Kusella. Excuse me, how do you say the name Naomi? No, N A E M I V I E N O is her middle name. K U U S E L A. So you tell me how to pronounce Naomi Vieno Kusella. It sounds That's like right. a disease. This person, Temple Drake, decided to set his thing in Shanghai. And made the European woman's name impossible to pronounce. The physical attraction between them proves irresistible, and they embark on an intoxicating affair. But Naomi is not what she appears to be. To Zhang's surprise, Zhang's surprise, she veers between passion and wariness, what? conducting the relationship entirely on her oh, own terms. Baby, I need he to feels do- driven to find out more about her. And is swiftly drawn into a web of intrigue, mystery, and horror. Horror? Plot twist there. Is she a ghost? No. A demon? No. Do the living dead walk the streets of 21st century Shanghai? (laughs) Written in spare high-octane prose. What? (laughs) That's what I've always wanted from my prose. She... Kissed him, and they fucked. NBK <laughs> is the first in a series of dark hypnotic novels that explore the roots of desire and the cruel costs of immortality. I, if she's not a ghost, I don't care. Um. A slimer goes to a whole new <laughs> level. Um. um. So, Jack Baring, four stars. It involved ghosts, which I don't believe in, but I'm glad I stayed to the end. <laughs> ah, yes. Books which I read to only believe in them. <laughs> These things which are real happening in 2012 Shanghai. An real interesting, for real. An interesting read that had you on edge throughout and fearful of the lives of all the main characters. Worth reading. <laughs> it involved ghosts, which I don't believe it in. It involved ghosts. I don't believe in those. Just want that on the record. I did keep reading it, though. I don't believe in ghosts. Want to be very clear. <laughs> uh, 
So we've got a top 500 reviewer. Oh, HF in the top 500. Did we plan that, listeners? No, we didn't. We didn't plan it at all. That's the that's the new bit theme, though. I like supernatural stories, says top 500 reviewer HF, having given this a three stars, but saying three and a half stars had so much potential. I like supernatural stories. Cheesy ones can be fun, but I prefer ones that can be have a bit more artistry and vision. NDK started out strong oh. and with a more serious approach, not cheesy at all, which I loved. Gothic and atmospheric are both great descriptions for this novel. <laughs> they call it that. You know, if I were to pick an adjective for this show, I would give it dark and aesthetic. Yikes. <laughs> I also hate that this person, like, apparently couldn't come up with another word for it besides gothic, which already exists in the, like, mm-hmm. product description. You're not giving me any more information. Well, what they did like about the supernatural aspects is the history, going back in time to see the origin of how they came to be and how they've survived. The one thing that I've always liked about a story set in a specific time period is going back and explaining the history of what happened. To other people way before that. Is that that's just is that just world building? That's just is, world is building that at just that writing? point. Is it you know who did that writing? really well was The Witcher on Netflix. Yeah. They had some really nice time jumps. I saw some people like complaining about all the time jumps and about how it should have all been done in sequence wow, and wow. it wouldn't have it been, wouldn't as, have been good. as good. It wouldn't have been as good. Specifically, um, specifically the the queen. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Just we need, I think, to see her. Anyway, this is becoming quickly, swiftly a, a Witcher uh, review. <laughs> um, We're not here to review, Josie. We're we are only th- here to examine and judge those who have reviewed. We are but scientists um, taking apart the poor frogs of these Amazon reviews. In the end, though, I found it to be a bit meandering. The story wasn't developed enough for me. It had such potential to become more woven and nuanced. I wanted more history rather than the few chapters where we went back centuries with NVK. Just got spark. Just too much, too too sparse, not enough high octane. Yeah. I I also wanted more to happen in general. I just thought that this book could have had more things happening. I would try this author again, but hope they put a bit less description and a little more happening with the plot. And storyline. A little more happening, please. There was a ghost. There was. There's a whole ghost. Um. What do you do after you have ghost? Um. I have one person, uh, Avery Commons, another top 500 reviewer, which I'm realizing maybe is not as special because Avery Commons says, it's difficult. I'm having a hard time getting through this book. It's a little I'm bit a bit funny. over halfway through it now. Then get off Amazon. Why are you reviewing it in the middle? In the middle. Um, all right. Well, I did have a few more, but I think we're getting I think we are getting up we there. are at the time. And we gotta do our new segment, which is where we read the reviews that people have left for us. You can find ah! us all over the place on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and swing Stitcher. Swing a cat. You'll find our podcast. That's right. Don't swing a cat, though. Please don't swing cats. They don't <laughs> deserve that. And you'll have a bad time. Um, but from from Stitcher, a uh, human person for sure uh, gave us five stars, <laughs> said, wowee, 
What an amazing form of entertainment. <laughs> Must engage again. Uh, Wait, so what? That wasn't, definitely wasn't me, though. I definitely <laughs> didn't, definitely didn't do that. Uh, didn't make that review. Um, Was it here, a ghost? And here are five stars from Josie Bendy on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it says, I am a real review. I am not on of the hosts of this show. Did you spell on on purpose? No, I misspelled one in my own fake review. <laughs> Giving a rating to boost stats. I am totally objective for sure. And then an actual review, CoKid10 gave us five stars. Funny and real hosts, which makes us sound so Yes, yes, not a not a drug front, not a drug front at all. I don't know how a podcast could do money laundering or drugs, but not not codes for the Russians. We aren't activating any agents. Definitely should listen, please. <laughs> Josie and Becca are very funny and have great chemistry together. I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. Subscribed after the first episode. Yeah. So boop, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, we're great. We're five star podcast. We are a five star um, podcast. Please rate and review us wherever you can. Um and yes, uh and and share share us on on Twitter and, and Facebook. And, yes, tell and all the tell all of your friends that we are witty and delightful, and mm-hmm. uh, you want to put us in your ears. And uh, and in case you need quick ways to share us, you can actually find us on all four of the platforms that we're currently advertising at tinyurl.com slash by the, and then replace it with whatever platform you're on. So by the Apple, by the Stitcher, by the Spotify, and by the Google. Um, is uh, So those are tiny URLs that you're going to be sharing with folks. And uh, yeah, that way you're not sharing apple.podcast.com slash xbbg4976w. Okay, are you gonna are you gonna you gonna hit me with our oh god, what are we calling it? Uh, I think have we settled on yeah the the dark horse dark devotional? horse devotional. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Um, we've got the dark horse devotional. We've got the the drug book, I believe. Oh, and and please 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 listen to all of the other podcasts on the Rogue Media Network. We're mm-hmm. so so honored to be here and working with such amazing people. Um, yeah, you can check out. Um, private hip-hop podcast um which at the time that we're recording this at least just released episode one uh keep wake loud which has been up for a while uh what's your excuse recently joined us and so they've been they've been making stuff on the rogue media network now uh so a lot of a lot of good things uh to check out and uh and yeah and of course onichan production for overall everything that that's going on here Give it, give give me Tammy Hoag's wisdom. Tell and, tell me what Tammy needs us to know. And here, oh, that's right. Are we gonna start? Are we gonna sign off after it, or are we gonna sign off now? Oh shoot. Okay. Yes. Now we've, we've been signing yes, off. Now we've been signing. Okay. I've uh, been Josie, and I've been back. And for, we've been your judges. And we've been your judges. <laughs> and thanks for listening to uh, by the cover. Here's that devotional. Sure, if your parents aren't worried about your sister and the cops. <laughs> <laughs> the two things I worry about Sister, cops Sister, cops <laughs> Sure Oh, that's an episode That's an episode This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast